1: Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 34. As a former classroom teacher, now homeschooling mama of five, I love to equip and encourage other homeschool families. So stick around to learn how to homeschool with Moxie. It's about embracing your journey and finding your groove. Show notes for today's episode can be found at 41 morecom forward slash 34. This episode is brought to you by my free members only resource library. I put all my goodies in there, everything for elementary kids to middle school, high school, and even some goodies for homeschool moms. So check it out at 4onemore.com forward slash library. Welcome to episode number 34 and I had the privilege of interviewing Inga Hope and she's the founder of Gentle Guitar Online School and the creator of Music Ed Digital Magazine and we had a great conversation about The benefits of music for young kids, because there are so many good things that come from music lessons, and we wanted to touch on those. But also, she talked about how to give your kids some kind of great music education in your homeschool, even if you're not a musician. And so, I know that it can be a burden for homeschool moms to add one more thing to the course load or one more thing that we have to do. But I hope after listening to this interview, you're going to see that there are so many benefits that you don't want to skip or miss out on music education for your homeschool kids, even for the youngest ones. It's not just for the teens or the older elementary kids. It's even something that you can do with your younger kids. So as we discuss in this interview, um, different links, um, different resources, I'll make sure to link them in the show notes, which you can find at 41more.com forward slash 34. So sit back and enjoy. Here is my interview with Inga Hope. Inga Hope, thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. So could you tell us a little bit about your background with music and why you're so passionate about music education?
0: Sure. Well, I guess my background starts um, when my, when I was a kid, I was very passionate about music and um, I would just get weak in the knees for all things music, for musical instruments, for recording equipment, and uh, my parents did the best that they could to get me into music lessons, but unfortunately, those teachers were not very good, and I didn't know that until much later in my life. In my 20s, I met my very good teacher for the first time, and looking back at my experiences as a child, I could see where all those teachers have actually... um, not done a very good job and Mm. um so now i i really realize the importance of music education for kids and the correct music education for kids because kids are not just small adults Mm -hmm. they need an entirely different approach because what happens in music education is the teachers don't get the right training oftentimes they don't get any training at all and i'm speaking of private music teachers so what happens when parents bring a child to a music teacher, often it's like bringing a child to a university lecture because the teacher is not trained to work with kids. They don't have the tools and the materials to work with kids. So there can be a lot of trauma and um, tears Mm. in music lessons. And um, that was unfortunately the case for me. I had guitar lessons, violin lessons, piano lessons, and it was only in my 20s that I actually found the right teacher who put me on the right track. So now my passion is helping um, parents understand what to look for in a music teacher and just raising general awareness about music education for kids, both for the teachers and for parents.
1: Now, you know, homeschool moms have a lot on their plate. And so when they think of including music instruction, it can just feel really overwhelming. But why would you say that homeschool moms should actually want to include this type of instruction for their kids?
0: Well, first of all, I know how overwhelming it is because um, I work with homeschool families and I've had that entire experience myself, not as a parent, but as a student. So I witnessed how difficult it was for my parents Um, and they were not homeschooling, but even though they weren't homeschooling, just dealing with music in our lives was a big drama sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I have uh, dedicated my life to helping parents with that. And that's why I put together the Music Ed magazine. So in this magazine, I share about how to actually start music lessons. And, and things like that. Yeah.
1: So what would you say are the benefits of music? Now I'm, my kids take music lessons. I'm a private music teacher, so I know the benefits, but from someone else. So it's important to hear from someone else's opinion, right? Homeschool moms like to hear advice. So as a professional and as a teacher, what would you say are the benefits that moms will see if they include music lessons in their homeschool curriculum?
0: Well to to start um I'm not a big fan of of those lists of benefits because I feel there is sometimes a disconnect. Even when, as a musician, I read the benefits of music, for example, online when I just make a search, "What are the benefits of music?" I get a list such as it improves coordination, it improves reading skills, or um, it boosts confidence. And even as a music teacher and as a musician, I feel often disconnected from those benefits. So what I like to do is I like to um, break break it down into, and ask myself the question, what kind of activity is music? Um, Because we have the different kinds of activities that kids Mm -hmm. can be exposed to, such as athletic activities like sports and artistic creative activities, such as drawing or photography. And then we have academic activities, which which are the subjects that we normally study, like Mm -hmm. math and reading and science. And so when I think about music benefits, I want to know where does music slot in? Is it a creative activity? Because yes, it is. Um, But it's also a physical activity. Musicians are known as small muscle athletes. So when we practice music, there's a lot of hand-eye coordination and um, we practice just these fine movements over and over again. So this... Um, increases our self-awareness, we build an amazing work ethic, it takes discipline. So all the things that kids would be learning if they were doing sports or studying dance, for example, they're getting all of that through music lessons. At the same time, um, it's also creative and artistic because as we are creating movements with our body, uh, we're also trying to be self-aware and to express something beautiful. So we are learning about harmony, about beauty, um, and just about how how to express an emotion. So, And then the other side of music is academic. And um, a lot of people, I don't think they really realize how academic music can be, but um, you would know that, um, mm-hmm. that when we are performing music, we learn by first... Um, interpreting the language of music, the Mm -hmm. symbolic language of music. So musicians, they are reading something off a page. They are performing a very fine-tuned, rehearsed physical movement. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, they are thinking how to express something beautifully. So when I think about music benefits, I think that music falls into all of those three categories. So kids are getting just an enormous um list of benefits that is is really impossible to to just put in one combined list Mm -hmm. so for example with academic activities you get um things like problem solving skills and logical reasoning and concentration and improved mental agility like for example why do we study math and sciences Mm -hmm. so that we we become more intelligent and um Music, I I really believe, helps us with all of these areas.
1: So do you think there's an age limit or an age, like, do kids have to be a certain age to um, start studying music and to see these benefits? Um, I I
0: think that it's never too early or too late to expose someone to music, but there are, of course, certain... um, physical limits mm-hmm. but uh, as far as guitar I think that a five-year-old is ready to study music with all of those three um, mm-hmm. components in mind so we can start reading music writing music playing music um, at the age of five but um, if, if a child wants to study uh, a bigger instrument mm-hmm. maybe even the piano then some teachers will say that you need to wait until their hands develop for mm-hmm. example Mm -hmm.
1: So it sounds like music really works all the different ways of learning, the visual, the kinesthetic, the, you know, all, it it really takes everything into play, doesn't it?
0: It does. And there is, um, there are a few studies out there that say that when kids or adults, when we are producing, making music, the the whole brain lights up Mm. because it is physical, um, Mm-hmm. it's a performance it's a movement mm-hmm. but at the same time we are reading something and at the same time we're trying to be self-aware enough to mm-hmm. to, to create something beautiful mm-hmm.
1: so would you recommend i'm just thinking about homeschooling moms who might have kids that have learning disabilities um learning struggles would you recommend music instruction for even those kids uh, I definitely would, but I think that um, you'd have to be
0: very careful about the teacher that you choose to work with. Not necessarily someone who has experience with, with learning um, challenges, but just someone who um, who will use music to enhance development and to enrich the child's um, learning experience overall, as opposed to just teaching music mm-hmm. for for the sake of making a musician. Mm-hmm. So that's part of my message because I find that so many music teachers, they when they get a child into their studio, they want to teach the music. But I think that my personal wish is to see more teachers using music as a tool to enhance development mm-hmm. and just to make a richer environment for kids to learn. So, mm-hmm. so yes, definitely. But make sure you, you mm-hmm. find the right teacher in the right program. Mm-hmm.
1: So you might have convinced some of my listeners that, you know, music and music in the homeschool is a great idea, but I know some of them are thinking right now, well, how do I teach music if I'm not a musician? And that is another overwhelming component for a lot of parents because they feel like if they're not competent, how can they help their kids? Um, So what would you say? I would say that, yes, um, music
0: is overwhelming because there is so much that goes into music study. So I would say the first thing is to become informed. And then that being informed is going to empower you to teach music and then to find the right opportunities. So, um, this is again, one of the reasons why I made my magazine, the music Ed magazine, because I want to share that information and, um, But now I'm gonna share some tips as well. And uh, one of the first things I would say that you can definitely safely teach at home are the academic parts of music, such as music appreciation and music history, because you you can't go wrong. You can find a curriculum. And um, if it's a good curriculum, most of them are very good. um, You're just gonna study music like any subject following a curriculum and that's a great way to get started because it would get um, you as a family engaged to know more about music and give you a background and you are going to learn about the different musical terminology so it's a, it's a place to start and uh, if you wanted to take it a step further and then actually add that physical the performance component and the creative component then that's when uh, the music lessons come in and there are also several ways to do that
1: um i'm hoping that you'll be able to give me some links to some curriculum that you recommend and if you can we'll put those in the show notes for families who are looking for that would you have a few that we could link to
0: Yes, absolutely. I will definitely recommend
1: it to you. Awesome. So you were saying, so, you know, the basis could be some music appreciation, but then you were mentioning instrument lessons. So what are some options for homeschool families um, if they don't even know where to begin? How do they look, how do they know even what to do to find a music teacher or to have instrument lessons for their kids?
0: Well, uh, you could start by subscribing to the music ed magazine, because that's all we talk about is, is how do you find the right teacher? How do you choose which instrument um, you're going to study? Um, But I, I think that the first thing you would, you would do is maybe explore different instruments like, um, look around, listen to the different instruments, and decide what you might want to learn. Um, some of the easiest instruments to start are ukulele, a child-sized guitar, um, maybe even a piano. If, if you have a child, ages age is maybe seven or eight or nine and older. Percussion is a great place to start. And then once you have an idea about what instrument you want to explore, then find the teacher. Um, or even better, find the teacher before you find the instrument. So basically, if you have a good teacher who knows how to work with kids, then they're going to make that instrument a wonderful experience for, for your child.
1: Mm-hmm. And... Um I am a, a private music teacher, so I love the idea of one-on-one lessons in person, but I know that's not possible for everyone. Sometimes it's, it, the cost is prohibitive or where you live, it's just not possible to find a local teacher. So what can families do if they're in that situation? Do you have any other ideas?
0: Yes, I, I always recommend that families get involved with um, the, the music lessons. And regardless of whether you're taking one-on-one lessons Or if you're going to a group lesson, which which is more affordable, of course, so having group lessons at a local music school um, will make it um, less costly than having private lessons. Mm -hmm. And you can also try um, video courses, online video courses. They are usually put together by music teachers with a curriculum in mind that's designed for beginners But one way to make this more fun and also more effective for kids is for you to actually learn together with them. Mm -hmm. Because that way, um, if the child is making a mistake, then you can be there to help them correct it when they're practicing. Because as we all know, practice is where the learning happens. Mm -hmm. So the more you are involved in the actual instruction and the, the lesson process itself, the more you will be able to support your child. And then it's just a great way to have fun together as well.
1: I totally think that resonates with homeschool moms because we know that one-on-one time with our kids, that it, the learning is so much more effective when you're right there able to help them. So I can see how that totally translates into helping Kids with music as well. And I don't know why we don't think about how it really translates to music uh, practice as well, but it does. So that's really helpful. Um, tell us about what is Gentle Guitar School? Tell us about what you have uh, over there.
0: Um, it's uh, it, it's interesting how Gentle Guitar came about because it started um, as physical locations in Auckland, New Zealand, uh, where I was living at the time. So we had three different teaching places um, where we taught kids. And um, then I met my husband, who is Danish, and I moved to Denmark. And uh Ever since then, uh, most of the students wanted to keep on learning with me. And so some of them stayed with our local teacher in New Zealand and many of them transferred to continue working with me. And uh, we started teaching on Skype and it went so well that... um, here in Denmark, I didn't want to open physical schools because I thought that the Skype lessons worked so well. And then we started doing, um, we started offering lessons to homeschool families, and the parent um, and the child were working together. And I think that for me, that revolutionized the way that I think about music, mm-hmm. because you're absolutely right. Like having the child and the parent work as a team just makes the whole experience more accessible to both of them Mm -hmm. and then um, it fixes a lot of the problems that we have as music teachers and as parents such as getting kids to practice Mm -hmm. Um, and I just found that I had a much better retention rate so kids were enjoying it they were really they were not struggling they were finding it fun and We all know that when kids are finding something fun and easy, they want to continue doing it. Mm -hmm. So that's what we do at Gentle Guitar. We basically teach guitar to kids on Skype. And um, I've done everything that I could to optimize that process. We have our own curriculum. We um, train our teachers with focus on Skype and on child psychology. So basically that's all I do is I I try to make music better Mm -hmm. and I try to make music lessons A really wonderful experience for for kids and and their families.
1: So what ages would you say is gentle guitar school really ideal for?
0: I think as soon as kids can read and uh, like basic syllable one two syllable words and as soon as they're starting to write their name they are ready to start learning music because the younger they learn to read and write the easier it's going to be for them. So Uh, we start, um, yeah, as little as five, five and a half, I would say six is probably the optimal age. Mm
1: -hmm. Awesome. And do you have, I am reading here, you have free trial lessons that parents can, can try out if they're not sure if it's a good fit. Yeah, it's super easy. And all you need is a
0: Skype account. And that's, if you don't have one, that's really easy to get. And, um, yeah, a video camera, and most mobile devices have that. So you could be on a f- smartphone, on a mm-hmm. um, a tablet or a laptop, mm-hmm. and um, then it's just like a call to a family member.
1: Awesome. Well, we'll link to all these things in the show notes. So if anyone wants to check them out, they, they will be there. That's awesome. So what else did you want to say anything else inga i think we covered a lot of really good ground here in this interview i wanted to give you one more opportunity if we forgot something that you wanted to mention um and if not um just go ahead and let us know where people can find you online
0: um no i think we did cover a lot i think i would just i would just really encourage everyone to subscribe to the music Ed magazine because it's free um It's absolutely free. It started out as a newsletter for my own school to help our families that we work with, um, help their kids learn music. And then it just grew from there. And now it covers all the different instruments. It's not just about guitar. It's just about how to help kids learn music. So all of the things we talked about here and just so much more, we constantly... um, just put a lot of information and a lot of effort into making it a really good resource and really helpful. So I I just really, really, um, yeah, I just really wish that, um,
1: my parents had a resource like that because then it would save me a lot of tears. (laughs) Awesome. So where's the best place for people to find you online if they want to connect with you?
0: Um gentleguitar.com is where everything happens. You can find the free trial lesson there. You can also find the music ed magazine there. So yes, it's gentleguitar.com.
1: Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this interview and found some new information, some inspiration, and some ideas for how you could include music ed in your homeschool. Make sure to check out all the links we mentioned in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 34. And thanks for joining us today on the Homeschool with Moxie podcast. Be sure to leave us a rating or review in iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. And in the meantime, happy homeschooling.